everybody, a quick announcement before we get into the show. Uh, this is going to be the last episode for a little while. I'm going to take a break. We'll call it the end of season one. Um, and I hope that everybody has a chance to go back and listen to some episodes that you may have missed, you know, take some time off. I, I'm going to take a little break, but I promise that we'll be back. I don't know have a specific date, but keep your eyes peeled on the feed for when we come back. In addition to being our season finale, this is a very special episode because I recorded it four months ago. It's taken me a long time to edit, uh, and it is not a typical episode in a number of different ways. So if this is your first time listening to Unless You Ask, I would maybe encourage you to check out a different episode first before listening to this, um, but I hope it's something that you enjoy. So without further ado, uh, let's get to the show. Hello and welcome everyone, I'm your host Blancho Nino and this is Pork Chop Sandwiches. With me today is my longtime co-host and past roommate, forget the thick asses, give me them thick glasses. Welcome to the stage, Kevin Kevdog Chong. Isaac. <laughs> I'm not recording those sounds. I, I'm not putting that. Shoot. I'm not putting those okay, noises Okay, in. okay, We just heard claps, applause. This is going to be a great experience for me and a horrible one for all our listeners. I'm having fun. I'm having fun. And if it's just you and me that get to hear the sound effects, so may it be. All right. I'll, yeah, I'll do my best. Zach, it's good to see you. Uh, it's good to see you, Kev Dog. Um, so wanna... this week we're flipping it up a little, aren't we? Yeah. Aren't we? <laughs> not Coming just out little. of the grave seven years of no communication, I find out that my old-time co-host, Mr. Kevin Kevdog Chung, has rekindled the old podcast, and he has taken it under a different name. I only know it by its original name, Porkchop Sandwiches. Kevin, I'll let you rebuttal. <laughs> yeah, so, so I started a podcast called Unless You Ask. That has nothing to do. I've tried to distance myself as much as possible from uh, my radio show in college called Pork Chop Sandwiches, hosted mm. between Zach and mm. I. Um, okay. But I thought it might be fun because the the listeners are probably tired of of me doing the interviews to uh, to let Zach interview me. And uh, well, you know, Kevin. Yeah. That's very kind of you to think of me first, and and I'm happy to be here. Uh, but please go on. <laughs> Uh, yeah, <laughs> so what what you're about to hear is not a typical episode. Uh, it may be some people's favorites and some people's least favorite, but uh, <laughs> a little trip down memory lane for anyone who's been listening since 2012. <laughs> and watch uh, Zach learn how to pause after asking questions. <laughs> yeah, the, the radio show that we did was mostly music-focused, whereas this is really just cutting out all of that break time where we had to kind of like figure out what we were doing and, and forcing us to just uh, do it live as it were. Right. Right. I mean, I, we had a quick flashback, I think when we first got on the zoom call about how this was going to go uh, a lot of chaos, a lot of me not knowing exactly 
what I signed up for. And but we're here and we're happy and we're gonna we're gonna learn a lot about what is it today, Kevin? Yes, <laughs> you could call me Kev Dog if you want, Zach. It, it, it feels more natural. I'll be honest, it does. And so I'm gonna just stick to that. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, if you could just say go ahead when you're ready for me to talk. <laughs> it's hard. Uh, yes, my topic for the pod, for the pod of my own creation, is uh, skateboarding, Zach. <clears throat> skateboarding. You know, that wouldn't, wouldn't have guessed it for you. Yeah, m- many I, people wouldn't. So Kevin and I lived together for a year. Yep. And I don't think I once saw you skateboard. No, I did not have a skateboard at UCSD. Um, and to be honest with you, my interest in skateboarding really peaked after we, we lived together. But you, Zach, you actually uh, had a longboard, so you were kind of more in the mix than I was. Right. So, well, that was a question I wanted to ask because I've seen some pretty sick videos of you on your Instagram doing some walking the board Thank tricks you. on a longboard. So are we including longboards in this discussion? No. I. So this is an important distinction. Longboarding and skateboarding okay. are two different things. And I think that the communities okay. are also quite different. So I'm happy to talk about the differences okay. and what led me to start longboarding. But that's not really the beginning of the story, is it, Zach? It is not. <laughs> It is not. Well, that really gets me to my first question, and that would be, you know, Kevin, starting off, what is your first memory on wheels? Like, in general, before we even knew what a skateboard was, can you remember your first memory on a wheel? Singular, plural. So, it took me a long time. I think the first time I tried to use wheels was probably a bike, but it took me much longer than most children to learn how to ride a bike. It was an arduous, arduous journey probably like five years from age five to 10, I was trying to learn that whole time falling, not, not going well. And then eventually it clicked. So the bike is really, what, what, what was that clicking moment? Uh, I mean, it's, it's literally, it's riding a bike, Zach. So it's when you, uh, stop <laughs> falling. <laughs> I, I couldn't describe it to you any clearer, more clearly than that. I think if you know how to ride a bike out there, hard to learn as an adult, cause you probably don't have five years of falling to put uh, like under you, but yeah, I, uh, that's, that's the first, the first kind of, uh, wheels memory for me. I never learned how to rollerblade. Like, yeah. Skateboarding wasn't really in the picture when I was young. So, yeah. So how did this even come to be? Yeah. I'm glad you asked Zach. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, so growing up in, in California in the like late nineties, early two thousands, skateboarding culture or like brands at least are extremely prevalent in like middle school even beginning high school and in some ways that culture is completely divorced from the actual skateboarding itself so you would just go to school and see every single kid has like Volcom, Hurley, Element like all these brands and so you're like all right I guess I have to buy that type of stuff to look like I belong here having no idea what any of it is or how it relates to skateboarding um so my initial like first interest in skateboarding came mostly from just like very tangential like i wore the shoes i like had the the fashion but very little like actual interest in the the art or the skating itself uh however so you had those big old those etnies yes etnies dc shoes americas s's americas yes mm-hmm. big chonky huge shoes designed yeah. to like you know yeah. kick and Is stuff jankos no jankos but 
<laughs> we, okay, okay, okay. It should be noted the... that Zach and I grew up in different areas. <laughs> Some more cultured than others. <laughs> yeah. But, um, so I, I did have one friend named Chris who was actually into skateboarding, and he tried to get me to skate with him. So my first, like, actual skateboard was, like, a very cheap, like, big five skateboard. Like, a, a not from a skate shop, like not even it's a complete deck so you're not even like buying individual parts and building it you're just like getting a crappy complete deck and my my kind of role with chris was like just to be able to skate well enough to film him because he could actually like do tricks and stuff he was like taking it seriously he knew who like actual skaters were he knew what these brands like he's watching the tapes when they came out. exactly yeah Yeah. he subscribed to trans world magazine that kind of thing. Oh, Chris. So, so he he was like the only person who was actually tapped into what like how all the brands and stuff relate to actual skateboarding, and I was like okay. friends with him, so I knew about it, but I didn't like uh, I didn't have the interest or the passion to actually skate the way that Chris did. So, like I I was content to just be okay enough to like film, and even that I was not very good at. Okay, so. When did you, like, begin to take this more seriously after college? Because I would say that's pretty against the grain to start skateboarding afterwards. Yes. I'll, I'll be real honest. I remember I watched, I was just trying to look it up. The name, there was some Vice docuseries yeah. about skateboarders. And I remember watching, like, binging on that. Yeah. And I went out and I bought a skateboard and I rode it twice. Yeah. Never touched it again. And I like, 25 years old. Yeah. I stubbed my toe and I never rode it again. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that basically after you grow out of that phase, for me, that's like in high school, people start wearing like other clothes, skateboarding kind of moves on from my, my life for a long time. And I, I I never really even understood it that well when I was a kid, but then sometime in 2013, I discovered skateboarding again through, uh, things like YouTube and Instagram. So when you're a kid in like the nineties, two thousands, the only way to watch real skateboarding it's not like on TV, right? You have to either subscribe to these magazines or like know when a tape is released and like go out and buy it or go to a skate shop and like watch it on the TV they have there. So I had no access to, to like actual good skating, but fast forward to like, you know, 2010s onward, the, all the video parts are getting put on like YouTube. Instagram is like a huge hub for skateboarders to like post tricks that they're doing and that kind of thing. And I found that content like a lot more, digestible and there's like just way more access to it so i so i started to like understand actual skating when i got into like watching it and that was not coupled at all with me skating myself because i was similarly like too old to at that point to like get like really banged up every time you like tried to skate (laughs) because when you're a kid you learn how to fall and stuff but when you're an adult that's like you're going to the hospital Uh, so for sure yeah so then do you have a North Star right now, like a YouTube star that is <laughs> someone you're following that you see yourself being similar to maybe in multiple ways? So uh, I, don't, I don't see myself being similar to, uh, to the skaters because, I, like I said, I don't, I don't skateboard. I do longboard. But I will say that one of the intro, uh, intro points that got me into skateboarding that's like a little bit um, different, I guess, is there's a show... Uh, called Skateline NBD, NBD in the <laughs> NBD in the skateboard universe stands for Never Been Done. 
Uh, it's hosted by your boy Gary Rogers. <laughs> and basically it's like a five-minute news show that comes out every week that talks recaps stuff that happened in the last week in skateboarding. But to understand his jokes, you have to like kind of understand skating. So so true. I, I I've, I've seen like a couple of them. Yeah. I have no idea what he's yeah. talking about, but he's excited. He's he's really funny. If you especially if you understand the jokes, like he leaves links in every episode too to like all the parts and stuff he's talking about. So then, what happened like early on was like I appreciated that stuff and I wanted to understand what was going on. So I like did more of the like research of actually like clicking through all that stuff and made it like a ritual and i've basically watched every skate line since 2013 till now like i still watch it every week um it's your new jake and amir would you say <laughs> yeah jake jake and amir is still my new jake and amir to be honest but <laughs> that's yeah that's a whole separate thing that's 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 part of the, i gave a shout out to their uh their one of their podcasts in the uh the very first episode of this podcast so yeah, still they're still going strong, uh, despite you know me growing up. I kind of grew up with them because they're old now. But anyway, we're not here to talk about them. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so Kevin, you know you really threw me for a loop when you said skateboarding. A lot of these questions are angled towards you as a skateboarder, so we're gonna have to. <laughs> I, I can quick yeah, I mean, I can I can talk about. Here. No, 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 it's fine, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. Change it up. Go ahead. No, 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 no. Oh, that. man. <laughs> and erase those questions. Okay. So, Kevin, <clears throat> I guess this one you can do. What do you want people to think when they see you skate? Oh, no, that one you also can't answer. What brand border you were going to ask me, what do you want people to think when you skate? Yeah. No self-respecting skater is going to answer a question like that on a podcast. I don't skate. Well, I, I thought. Well, that's why I look to you, and now I guess things make more sense because I respect you, and I guess you, you know <laughs> that means that you couldn't be a skater, because I, you know, you see these kids, yeah, whipping their little dooley bops around campus, <laughs> bashing ankles willy nilly, yeah. <clears throat> uh, but anyways, anyways, we'll move on. Well, I wanted to ask more questions about though, when you see skateboarders out in the wild. Mm-hmm. What are you looking for, right? Ooh. You've seen all these skate lines. Yes. You've seen the YouTube videos. So you're looking out here at the park. Who are you looking at? What are you looking at? That's a good question, Zach. <laughs> we we deleted all the chaff and we got straight to the the wheat. Mm-hmm. Um. So okay, this this kind of to answer this question, I have to give a little context about what ska- why I'm interested in skateboarding, and that's the thing about skateboarding that's different than other. Uh, sports I guess quote unquote is that skateboarding is like 50 to 90% style it's like not about what trick you do it's about how you do it and and that's like not the case for other competitive things it's like you know if if you're up like if your team wins and it looks awful your team still wins right but in skateboarding there's no winner it's just like did you do something well you know, like there's contests. Skateboarding's in the Olympics now, right? But the right. true skaters and and in general, like the the way that the um, like popular skateboarding and also just like professionals have developed, it all has to do with like how you do the tricks, not like what tricks you do. And so, to answer your question, what I look for is pop, which means like being able to ollie high <laughs> speed, which I think anyone can understand is just like pushing really fast. If you do a trick 
at like twice the speed as someone else, it's going to look better, like for the most part. Uh, and especially if you pop Can you it name, recognize a, a trick? Can you see a trick and be like, oh, that's a sweet dolphin flip? Um, I could probably recognize like, like, you know, I have bad vision, so that's part of it. But, but I. Oh, I'm sorry. I had no idea. <laughs> Delete those questions. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I could, I can recognize a trick for the most part if it's something that, um, so, there, the, the way that I learned like what a lot of the trick names are because it's like very convoluted. Like unless you're actually physically doing them, it's pretty hard to remember um, the nuances. But there, another point of. Uh, uh, kind of like interest or like uh, a YouTube series that has has gotten a lot of traction that I think when I was younger especially I was really into is there's a skate park in LA called the Barracks that's hosted by like uh, Steve Cost or sorry Eric Costin and Steve Barra and they host a yearly like uh, game of skate. Uh, battle quote-unquote so it's similar to like horse like a skater will do a trick and then another uh, skater has to do the same trick if they landed it or they get a letter Mm -hmm. so it's it's with like pros and stuff but anyway the point is when they do these contests they show the names of every trick that the people are doing so it's like the fastest Mm -hmm. way because in any like skate part they're not going to put the name of the trick when they land it you know it's like you should yeah for sure i always like those presenters they're like they name it so quick and I never understood how they could see it. And yeah, like snowboarders, skateboarders, all that. If stuff. you are doing the tricks, like you'll, you'll learn them super fast. Like I, mm. the only reason I would need something like that to do it is because I don't actually skate. Like if you're actually skating, you, the way you physically have to do it with your body is completely different. So it's easier to remember, but for me as a poser. So how do you not have a draw? Like you're seeing this and you're watching it so much. Yeah. <laughs> How, do you just itch it with the longboard, or how do you not want to go out there and just be like, "Oh, let me, I can yeah. that old, <laughs> so you know, whatever." Uh, here's the thing about me, Zach, that you maybe already knew. I'm a big coward when it comes to risk, so I don't want to <laughs> hurt myself, and that's really the only reason. <laughs> I had no idea. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, skateboarding is extremely dangerous. Like every skater skates with injuries. Like literally every skater, no matter how good you are. Oh, so it's it's like. The amount of no helmets. Yeah, exactly. Crazy. It's also like unless you're uh, uh, Steve Caballero, who's like this old, old, very famous skater who wears a helmet now. Unless you're him, you can't be cool and wear a helmet. So, so yeah, it it's 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 whack. But yes, to answer your question, I do think that the reason that I longboard now is to scratch that itch because that is much safer uh, for the most part. Very good, very good. Yeah. All right, Kevin, we're gonna move things a little more towards how you would angle skateboarding as a whole to the masses, okay? I want you to put yourself in the position of a PR manager, okay? Excellent. And for both scenarios, I want you to, how would you sell this to people, to your parents, to my parents? Yes. Also, how would you help the parents ban skateboarding? We don't want it anymore. It's killing (laughs) our youth, okay? I I want to hear both sides of this. So for skateboarding, what do you have to sell? Yeah. Um, interesting. So, so I guess if I were actually doing PR for this, I would not, there, there's a big problem in skateboarding where corporations have found this thing that's popular and they change it to, you know, sell products and stuff. So the problem that I see with it, uh, as far as PR goes, like I I wouldn't trust myself to do this, but I'll, I'll answer your question to humor you. (laughs) 
Um, You're not writing any contracts. Yeah. So it's okay. <laughs> so uh, I think the main thing that parents and people who are a little skeptical about what skateboarding uh, is doing to their children, uh, the main thing is that it, it teaches you patience and like resilience more than any other sport like to to learn how to do these tricks you have to try over and over and over and fail so many right. times even if you're like a painfully fail. yes you have to, you're, you're getting punished like deeply if you sure. if you make a mistake so to get good at something like that it's like extremely difficult it's not like basketball you can't just practice and like you know be tired at the end of the day like if you if you practice and you're not good you're gonna like end up hurt so mm-hmm. you know I know that's not encouraging for parents to hear necessarily, but the people who stick with skateboarding are like very, very resilient and like they take it really seriously. Wheelchair bound. Yeah. No. <laughs> uh, and, and it, it helps like, you know, keep people out of, out of trouble and stuff. Like there's tons of stories like that. If you've ever seen the documentary minding the gap that like skateboarding, I would, I would show parents that it's like skateboarding saves, saves kids lives. So oh, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then if I was a parent that was a little skeptical of skateboarding and, or right, maybe like if, if I, uh, let's say that, uh, we're both parents, we're both dads, Zach, and you're like, my, my kid's considering getting a skateboard. Like, what do you think? Maybe one of the cautionary tales I would tell is, is mostly around the injuries. Like, do you have good health insurance? Because the, sure. the kids get hurt. Like there's just no avoiding it's it goes hand in hand with skateboarding it doesn't matter how and they're not allowed to wear helmets too well i would i would make your kid wear a helmet like i wear a helmet when i longboard and i'm you know not legally required but it's uh it's the it's the smart thing to do (laughs) i've seen enough people kevin answer i've seen enough people okay well kevin i want to actually float some (laughs) of these with you and i want to give your quick take this is really all leading to this say ashley madison wants to get into the skateboarding gang. Ashley Madison, the adulter- adultery website. Forget your wife. Grab that board like it's a vice and grind it. Is, is this a question? <laughs> <laughs> These are slogans. Keep up. All right. For our left-leaning audience, get, off your, get your boards off me. We don't need that here. Grab a sickle and a hammer and let's share a beer. Sorry, are these are these questions, or are you just pitching me? What if Ashley Madison became a skateboarder? No, no, no. The first was Ashley Madison. The second one was for our left. We need to reach both sides of our audience, Kevin. Like we talked about this before, I poured up sandwiches, and now we're still talking about it seven years later. <laughs> so, for our right-leaning audience, we're gonna say, "Flip and Ollie, we don't need that here. This is America. We like guns and beer." Okay. <laughs> Do you, what do you want me to say about this? Good or bad? bad Good bad. or bad? <laughs> so so you asked me for my okay. PR pitch about skateboarding, and then you hit me with yes. yours. This is your PR well, pitch? Well, I was, you know, I was expecting maybe a little more well-formulated slogans, something that rhymed would have been good. You wanted me to just throw but a I'm slogan out there. Yeah, I mean, I had three of them. They were good. <laughs> they were good. Um. I honestly, if you say anything like that to people who actually skate, I think they'll be uninterested in, in what you have to That's offer. Surprising to hear. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah it's surprising. Okay, Kevin. Uh, I think right now is probably a good time for a quick little commercial break, if you don't mind. Sounds good. Oh my god! <laughs> Are you kidding me? 
David, you have to All record right. yourself for this to show up. <laughs> we have a representative on the line. <laughs> oh my god. How did he get on the Zoom invite? Did you invite him while we were... <laughs> Shh. We'll talk about business later. He's paying for the spot. Don't worry. <laughs> Is David going to read an ad? Uh. <laughs> oh, my God. David, I don't ha- I'm not recording your audio, so... <laughs> David, record your audio on the phone. <laughs> All right, my voice What's level up, is on. All right, we're good. What's your ad? All right, bud? please go ahead with the ad. <laughs> yes. Today, an exclusive partner of Unless You Ask is here to give you a brief message. We're here to talk about our product, Unless You Max. <laughs> also known uh, by the moniker unlimited capital it's just a little bit <laughs> shorter to help people really get an idea about what we do here at unless you max so kevin have you ever wondered do i have enough capital yeah all the time <laughs> that's right you have you've tried to buy a house you've tried to buy off professors you've tried to buy a lot of things in this world but have you ever had enough I don't think so. Sometimes, yeah, but a lot of the time, no. Yeah, but with... This is a really good ad, guys. (laughs) But with Unless You Max, we can get you there. If you want it, you can have it. (laughs) How much do you need? More. And you might be wondering... (laughs) How can... How can we guarantee all this? And it's, it's all about our team. So... Unless Humax is run by CEO, Chairman, Chief of Board, uh, Zach Sheldon, and second in command is our head janitor, Kevin. No last name. (laughs) So Congratulations, Kevin. Unless Humax is the perfect compliment to Unless You Ask, and we were really happy to pay the fairly hefty price to place an ad on this show. Yeah, I don't know what to say. Does uh, wow. does Zach get Thank this you. money or does uh, real quick? Do just I? a real quick little. You know, if I, do I get the money or does Zach? <laughs> I think that answers your question. <laughs> All right, are you sticking around, David? Uh, David will be sticking around. So everyone, I would like to welcome. Uh, David D. Dalla Mueller. What up? Welcome to the pod, Welcome David. Welcome to my show. Oh my god. This is exactly what happened seven years ago. <laughs> if you'll remember, Zach. <laughs> oh man. This, All this right. feels great. Well, David, you actually joined us for a really good time in this show. And this is the time where we're going to be talking about game shows in the context of skateboards, which is Kevin's topic for today. David, did you know that skateboarding is a big part of Kevin's life? No, actually. I don't know if I said that on the pod. You guys are friends, right? Yeah, I would say we're pretty good friends. (laughs) Some, yeah, very close. Well, the name of this game 
that we're going to start with is would you rather pick how you splatter? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> For those at home, there was a nice splat. I'll, I'll try to get the sound effects in. <clears throat> Okay, for our first. What, wait, can you little... explain the game? Oh yes, sorry. <laughs> so pick. So it's would you rather pick out your splatter? So in both of these scenarios that I'm going to give you, it's going to be what would you rather run into on a skateboard? Say you're bombing down a hill. What would you rather yeah. run into? All right, I'm I'm ready to play. David, are you following? Yeah, I follow. Okay, cool. All right, applesauce or raisins? <laughs> Think about it. You're bombing down a hill. You have a pile of applesauce, and you have a mound. So, mound can, I ask a, can I ask a clarifying question? Yeah, go ahead. Do we have to bail, or is the goal to, like, run into this and make it out unscathed? Yes, completely unscathed. You're walking out of here. You're having a Slurpee with your friends after. Okay. Yeah. Um, then I think I have my answer, but I'd love to hear David's first. I'm going. Do you want to hit the applesauce because that's gonna splash up in your mouth, get you a quick little refresh as you take your bail, and uh, that's why you want applesauce. I think. Uh, Very good. Um, I'm I'm definitely gonna have some issues with that, and I'll get to that in a moment. But Kevin, please. Yeah, I'd love to hear what you have to say. I also have issues with it, and I I choose raisins because I think if you're going fast enough down a hill, if you hit the raisins, there should be no no problem. But because once you're past the raisins, you're you're good. If you hit applesauce, that's gonna stay with you for the rest of the day. Right, and you know one thing I'll bring up, David, if you would listen to this, is that if you're barreling down a hill and you're slapping into a mound of something, you know raisins are gonna be a cushion. You're gonna bounce into them, they're gonna give into you, and they're gonna push it back out. Can you imagine slapping a pile? <laughs> of applesauce, what it would do to your nostrils, your sinuses would be an orchard by the spring, okay? I'm just imagining a scenario Applesauce, where the... out your mouth, you, out your ears, in your Did you write these jokes eyes. beforehand? <laughs> <laughs> what if the raisin goes up your nose or something? Zach delayed... Raisins aren't going up your nose, David. <laughs> You're not going to go... Zach delayed our recording date like four or five times, and now I know why. <laughs> It all makes sense. I couldn't get on the show if I fucking tried, dude. You could have been on the show. You could have had your own episode. Not Probably not after this. You never have asked me. <laughs> That's the thing. I ask everyone. Anyway, let's move on to the next Would You Splatter. Exactly. <laughs> How did you... I'm sorry. That's just the audience. I can't control what they say. This next, would you rather pick your how you splatter, fresh cat litter, or pile of human hair? <laughs> Kevin, answer carefully. I, I know you're very familiar with one of these over the other. Oh, my God. Maybe you can help us. This is traumatizing. Um, <clears throat> David, I'm going to let you go first again. Is cat litter in a box? That is or a great is question. No, it's going to be... Feral, so to speak. Like... <laughs> feral, actually. I changed my mind. It's feral now. I, I never think there's an obvious answer. Feral cat litter. <laughs> I think there's an obvious answer to this one. It's definitely and it's, hair. Oh, my God. 
Dave and I are going to disagree once again. <laughs> you don't yeah. ever want to run Dave through I, a group, I'm, dude. Think about it. Fresh it cat litter. Fresh. Fresh. Sicko. Fresh. All right. Reg- fresh regardless. But feral. Regardless. Farm to table. For there to be a big mound of cat litter in the street, that's you know yeah, semi sure. understandable. Maybe a truck had an accident. For there to be a, a sure. large mound of human hair in the street. Whoever mm. who brought that into being like has to be so sick and depraved to have any kind mm-hmm. of like desire to like unless you're a barbershop, like no excuse could ever be given for that much hair to be you know collected. You'd have to be like such a strange, sure. weird individual to want to do something like that. So I choose cat litter a hundred percent of the time because that hair stuff i I worry about whoever you know whatever led to that scenario, right, but maybe you don't know the whole picture, maybe. They were saving hair because they wanted to to gift it to someone at the end of a long and arduous mm-hmm. year in the academic calendar speaking. Mm-hmm. And they offered it to the street, let's just say in this scenario, and you run into it with your head much like you would run your head into a pillow as you lay down yeah. <laughs> for some sleepy time, you know? <clears throat> so I'm going to go with the cat litter. I'll just be honest <laughs> with you. The idea of getting hair out of my orifices, I don't care. The bruises from the litter, I don't care. I, I'll be honest with you. It doesn't have to be fresh. It doesn't. I'll take piss. You didn't have to be honest about in. that. You could you could have just kept that well, to yourself. I think my audience, my fans know that I'm honest. So yeah. Well. Sticking with it. All right. All right. Last one of would you rather pick how you splatter. <clears throat> a crowd of innocent students walking in, bet- in between classes on a beautiful day or a glass wall. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Wow, this show is this very is a, personal. This is a tough, tough choice. Very tough. Yeah, Zach, how's your thumb? <laughs> quick, ch- Numb. Quick, quick, quick thumb update. <laughs> this is a new section of the pod. We check in on Zach's thumb. We have full mobility. Can't feel the back of it still. Yeah, you know, zero. Can't explain that. Full mobility, zero can't agility. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, I got to go glass on this one because I think both hurt, but one only hurts you, you know? That's kind of taking one for the team. And then, you know, maybe it leads to kind of a, an infamous uh, reputation that you can carry with you for the rest of, uh, rest of your days. Whereas if you hit, run into a bunch of people, what are they, that's not a reputation. That's a, that's a lawsuit waiting to happen. You know what I mean? I mean, <laughs> I, what you mean? All I right. think we can David, all love to hear from Kevin's you. choices, again, incorrect. You should definitely run into the group of people. If you run into glass, you might die. Zach's lucky he's still got a hand. I like definitely hit a group of students. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No personal... Pieces of information, please. Okay, well... Zach, I, yeah, I would ask your choice, Zach, but I think you've already made it. Kevin, clearly you're still just thinking of <laughs> It was yourself. made for me. <laughs> is it is it thinking of yourself if you if you don't hit the other people? That doesn't make sense to me. Think of all the blood they'd have to clean up if you run into a glass wall. As opposed to a bunch of other people? I, I don't agree, David. That hurt. I disagree. <clears throat> wow what all a right game. what a game what a game what a game what a man what a man what a man what a mighty good man that's gonna go really well over this <laughs> oh my god with the sound of that intro music 
We are getting to our final game. Jeopardy trivia. Jeopardy? Uh, you prepared a full Jeopardy? For oh, my God. So I'm competing against David? <clears throat> yes, I believe you will be. Do you need screen sharing? There are many questions here. I kind of came up with it on the fly, unlike the rest of the show. <laughs> The question number one. Yeah. Well, I guess it's not a question, is it? So, so normally with Jeopardy, we see the questions and we pick, but it sounds like you're just gonna choose the questions for us. <laughs> got it. Yeah, yeah. Precisely. Got it, got, it, got it. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Kevin. Wooden crate boxes on wheels in the 1940s were the genesis of this rad fad. What is skateboard? Zach's searching for a, a wrong or right noise. Oh. <laughs> Ding 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 ding! Are these, are these, is this for cash, Zach? You know what? This is actually going to be for NBA Top Shot player oh, cards. Better than cash. So, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, right. Better than cash. <laughs> Tell my ten dollar Kawhi Leonard dunk that fucking one hundred forty bucks last week. Yeah, <laughs> worth nothing now. Uh, let's just let's let's keep moving forward, bud. <clears throat> just like that dunk. This cartilaginous fish has a litter size of up to 40 eggs. What is Dang. a shark? Can I get what is a skate? Kevin. What is a skate fish? Oh. Correct. What is a skate fish? You're not, you're not assigning any uh, point values to these, but that's fine. That is one NBA Top Shot card to D-Dala and one... NBA Top Shot card to Kevdog. All right. Dead heat. Let's go, David. It's a bird. It's a plane. No. It's this high-flying skateboarder who completed the world's first 900. Ding. Who is Tony Hawk? David's not dinging, man. <laughs> Got him. David, I like the impetus. That is <laughs> two impetus. NBA Top Shot cards to Manufactured from wood chips and a synthetic resin or other suitable binders, this building supply won't leave you bored. What is plywood? This... Kevin. Um, it's clearly not pl <laughs> plywood. I, I don't have an answer for this. We were looking for what, what is particle board. Mm -hmm board measuring in at only 14.2 inches this rare aquatic oddity is the tiniest of its cousins this is hard uh ding oh that's right it is the african pygmy skate mm, of course <laughs> very good kevin i didn't answer but that's fine <laughs> <laughs> I saw you sweating. Over. Yeah. <laughs> Man, everybody's learning a lot in this segment. This is a good segment. This is going to be a really good segment. And unfortunately, we are at the end of this segment. <laughs> so that concludes... Jeopardy Trivia! I don't think people are going to notice how scuffed that was. I think that was good. Because it's all audio. 
Well, with that, Kevin, that wraps up the game section of this here podcast. I'd love to thank everyone for joining, namely D-Dalla. Kevin, I love talking to you. It's good to see you after a long time. You too, bud. Same with you, D-Dalla. I'd love to let you guys shout out what you want to shout out. What do you have to blast? D-Dalla, what do you got? I didn't know Zach hosted this podcast, but I'm really relieved to understand that now. So, you, didn't, I guess, you didn't mention that that was what was going to happen this this episode. Namaste, David. Thank you. Capitalism thank you, thank you, thank you. for allowing this transition of power to occur. The free market has chosen Absolutely. the correct host. And it has chosen well, mm-hmm. and I love that, mm-hmm. David. And I cannot wait to see you on my right-hand side as liaison to the Midwest. <laughs> um, I've, I've seen this position for you for really since I met you a decade ago, and it's just great to see this come to fruition. So I can't wait to have Couldn't it. Couldn't agree more. Kevin. Yeah. Um, wow. <laughs> I guess I'd. Uh, we had lows. We had. I'd highs start with an apology for what David just said, and then I'll uh, I'll go. You know, I mentioned it earlier. You should watch Minding the Gap on Hulu. It's a good uh, intro to skateboarding uh, documentary. And then uh, David has a uh, a book about how to use Python. The, uh, coding language uh, that I'll leave a link to in the in the description. So check that out if you're interested in becoming a programmer. I'm interested, just like David. Wow, hey David, maybe next week we can get you on the show and I can ask you about this Python. That sounds stuff. great, Zach. <laughs> I I love that. That's gonna be really great. Thanks, yeah, I, I'm sure the listeners will be excited about that one. Well, you know what, Kevin? Unless you ask. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Couldn't have put it better myself. Yeah. Very good. Well, as always, follow me um, at all the channels, Blancho Nino slash uh, Twitter slash com, uh, www.insta.com slash Zach Me Now. So catch me um, in all those places. You can also find me, actually, I would genuinely appreciate this. I created a new subreddit. Um, it is called Backyard Botany. I want uh, all your plants that you find native ones to where you are from i don't want to see any pansies unless you're they're native where you are Uh, i want to see backyard finds no mushrooms no planted stuff um you can also follow my new account there u slash piss plants capital p i s s capital p l a n t s piss plants and again my community is backyard botany i can't wait to see you guys all over there Bad and plug, right? Fun you told them what not to do. <clears throat> what? Bad plug, right? You told them, you told them, you plugged it, and you said what not to do. But it's fine. Bash, backyard okay, botulism. Well, we can, we'll, cut the, we'll, we'll, we'll cut that out, and then we can retake it. Uh, no. <laughs> okay, so what you should do is go and subscribe or join the community. Oh, cut. no, it's fine. <laughs> don't don't worry about it. Well, from Kev Dog, David, and I would like to send you out. Um, on one last, our final hurrah, uh, David, take it away. <laughs> this episode has been brought to you by Pork Chop Sandwiches, LLC, and we can't wait to see you next week. Peace out, Girl Scout. Wow. Holy moly. What a note to end the uh, first season of Unless You Ask On. Thank you, David and Zach, for that stirring performance. And thank you uh, to all of our listeners for sticking with us for 25 weeks now. Uh, I can't believe it. 
We started just as a, you know, a meager boy and his RSS feed, and we made it this far, and it's all thanks to you. Um, as always, if you would like to be a guest on the show, you can email me at unlessyapod at gmail.com. That's unlessyapod at gmail.com. And also, as always, thank you again so much. I can't emphasize how much uh, I have Annie to thank for how well this podcast sounds over at Bread People Productions. Please check out breadpeopleproductions.com to check out all the things that they're working on. If you need a new podcast to listen to, uh, keep your eyes out there. And uh, yeah, I think one other thing that I usually don't talk about is it would help me out a lot if you rated the podcast, left a review, shared it with a friend. Uh, now that the season's capped, it's a great time for anyone to get in and catch up, uh, get excited and ready for season two. Go back and listen to an episode that you maybe didn't have time for. Um, and I hope everybody listening stays safe. Uh, I hope that you keep listening and I am excited to come back stronger than ever season two. So have a great one and we'll see you soon.